What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Wade's World. This week, it's NFL Week 4 reaction time. I mean, it's the same thing for the past four weeks, so figure I might as well do it all all of football season. Um, this week, I uh, had some stuff go down at work and with school and all that. I literally got to watch five total quarters of football. So I'll start with the five quarters that I was able to watch. So I got to watch all of the Eagles and Packers game, and I really I really thought the Packers were just going to blow them out, especially when they started out up 10-0, and it didn't look like Philly really had anything going. And then they kind of just started shredding the Packers' defense. And, I mean, like I, I said the week before, that I really didn't think Green Bay's defense was was as great as people were making it out to be. Like some people were saying that they were, a, you know, a top defense in the league, and I don't think that's true. I think they are much, much better than they've been in years past, but they're nowhere near a top defense. They're, they're not touching the Bears' defense. They're not touching the Patriots' defense. Like they're they're not on that level. They just hadn't played um, good offenses, really. Uh, like I said, they went against the Bears week one, and that was just a terrible offensive game by the Bears, and the Bears really haven't gotten it going much on offense anyway. Um, the Vikings aren't good, uh, mostly in an offensive sense, uh, especially Kirk Cousins. He's very bad, uh, considering his $83 million. I mean, I'm not saying he's the worst quarterback in the league, but considering he got $83 million guaranteed, he's bad. Um, Thielen even called him out, not by name, but said, you know, we have to get the passing game going. We have to be able to throw the deep ball. Well, uh, last time I checked, Kirk Cousins is the quarterback, so he's talking about him. Um, and then, yeah, so the, the Eagles were the best offensive team that the Packers have seen so far. And because the Broncos, they're not really that good either. But Philip Lindsay ran all over him. Dalvin Cook ran all over him. And Jordan Howard and... Um, Miles Sanders ended up combining to run all over them. Sanders, Sanders had a good kickoff return also on them. Um, so yeah, the the Packers are a, they're a good defensive team, but they're not great. Uh, much better than Packers defensive teams that we're used to seeing. But uh, yeah, that that was a really good game. Um, I think there were there were three different pass inter- pass interference reviews. Um, the first one was on a little. It was off ball. It was on the right side of the field, and in the middle of the field, Alshon Jeffrey scored a touchdown, and they ended up calling on a right on the right side of the field, like either on the line of scrimmage or one yard past the line of scrimmage. They they tried calling pass interference on Zach Ertz, and they they reviewed it, and I thought it was a good review um, because it was an obvious touchdown, and the call was obviously wrong. But uh, I am kind of sick and tired of the pass interference calls already just because unless it's something egregiously missed kind of like that or like the Rams and Saints uh, NFC championship game last year like it it doesn't need to be in the game really like it, it just slows the game down it doesn't get overturned as often as it probably should but it's such a bang bang call anyway even the game ending interception that Rodgers threw like you could have called that pass interference and had they reviewed it maybe they did I'm 
I mean, maybe they would have overturned it if they did review it. But, I mean, it, it's such bang-bang in the moment. It's, it's part of the game, really. Like, it, it sucks that it can decide a game, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it was interesting. The Packers got, I think it was either six or seven plays within the three-yard line. Um, they, they went four straight plays, the second-to-last possession they had from within, within the three, and they ran four straight pass plays, and none of them like were even really close to a touchdown. Um, and then the defense, knowing that the Eagles are obviously going to run it to get out of the shadow of their own goalpost, and Jordan Howard goes literally just straight up the middle for seven yards. Like It wasn't a creative play or anything. It was just right down the middle. And the Packers can't really run the ball or stop the run, so that's why I'm saying they're not not a great team. They're, they're good. They're, they're not a bad team by any means. But Aaron Rodgers still hasn't really looked like himself. He's a little out of rhythm. He's still one of the best in the league. He's just not looking like Aaron Rodgers. If you know what I mean, like he's not looking like as Stephen A would say that bad man. He's not looking like that. He's he's a good quarterback, and he's probably a top five quarterback in the league right now still. But he just doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers. So that's enough of that game. Um, I got to see the fourth quarter of the Steelers and Bengals last night, and I mean it wasn't worth watching. Uh, I really don't have an opinion on the actual game itself. Uh, I just really need new commentators for Monday Night Football. Specifically, Booger McFarland just doesn't need – he doesn't need that job. He can have an analyst job or something, but don't don't have him cover in any games ever again, please. Just after this season, just let him go. Uh, Joe Tessitore I've always liked from just watching boxing, but I don't know, he just doesn't – it doesn't sound right to me, and I think it might be because I'm so used to him calling boxing, but I, I just don't think he really needs to be doing the play-by-play on Monday Night Football. I mean, he, he's not bad, but I just think they could do better. Um, there, there's got to be some some broadcast crew they can bring in next year to fix this because it, it's not good. It's not entertaining. Um, the, the Steelers, I mean, yeah, they're only a game out now in their division because the Browns whooped up on the the Ravens so now they're both two and two and the Steelers are one and three but the Steelers aren't going to be a threat in that division that's literally between the Browns and Ravens and I think the Ravens will fall off at some point during the season and the Browns will end up winning it by like two games so no didn't really learn anything from that game uh the Bengals are bad Andy Dalton will probably be out of the league within a couple of years the Steelers are also bad, um, just better than the Bengals. I mean, that's that's really all there is to say about that game. Um, so next, I'm just going to kind of go through and talk a little bit about each game. Like I said, I didn't get to watch any of it. So, I, I mean, I saw little bits of highlights, and I kept up with the score as the game went along on my phone. But um, I'll start with the Bears and Vikings game, and, I mean, the the Bears showed that they're one of the best defenses in the league again. The Vikings showed that they, and when I say they, I mean Kirk Cousins, is bad. Um, 
Trubisky going out with his dislocated shoulder and slight tear in his labrum uh, was concerning, but it is his left arm, and he doesn't need surgery. So he's going to miss the Oakland game, and then it's a bye week, and he might be back for the Saints, but I don't think there's an official return timetable. But anyone who's saying that Chase Daniel is better for the Bears is just wrong. Like, it, that is not true. He did a good job, and I want him to continue doing a good job as a Bears fan. Like, I'm not going to root against him so that I can be right. Like, if, if Trubisky were to be out for the remainder of the season, I would want Chase Daniel to go out and win every single game because I want the Bears to do well. I'm a Bears fan, but I'd rather the Bears do well and me be wrong about Chase Daniel than Trubisky. But even if Trubisky isn't the long-term answer, it, it's definitely not Chase Daniel, and it's probably no one in the free agent pool either. You would have to hope that you can be able to draft someone. And honestly, like, the the players, like Tua is going to go in a top five spot. He won't be there. Jalen Hurts will probably end up going pretty high as well, so he won't be there. So our best bet is Trubisky for now and the foreseeable future. Um, so I think that the Bears have a better chance this season with Trubisky back and healthy. I thought that the Vikings game was going to be one for him to kind of, you know, build because he's a rhythm kind of guy. If he gets in rhythm, he can have a string of a few games in a row where he does really well. But it didn't happen. He got hurt. He's going to come back. He's going to probably look bad in his first game back, and it might take him a game or two to get it going, but hopefully he gets it going. But the defense will be fine. Um, like I said, not not changing any of my predictions until halfway through, so still got about a month before that happens. Um, the Titans and Falcons game, Titans won 24-10. Mariota, I think, is still the only quarterback in the league without an interception on the season and the the Titans games really come down to if they protect Mariota or not. If Mariota has time, he's a good quarterback. If not, I mean he he just gets murdered behind the line. So it it's literally all on the line. And th- that makes the AFC South really interesting cuz all four teams are 2 and 2 and I have legitimately no clue who's going to win that game or that that division rather. I have no idea. That is up for grabs for anyone. And, I mean, really, I thought the Colts would be leading it, but they, they lost to the Raiders. And, I mean, they were without Darius Leonard. They were without T.Y. Hilton. I mean, I'm not giving them a pass necessarily, but, you know, it's just one of those games. Like, those games happen. You're banged up and you lose to a team that's worse than you. Like, yeah, it sucks, but... It happens. It's the NFL. Um, like I said, didn't really get to see any of it, but I know the Colts were behind early. Uh, they they had a chance towards the end, I think, and then Jacoby threw a pick, but I think they'll bounce back against the Chiefs, particularly if T.Y. Hilton is able to go. I saw a stat earlier, and Jacoby Brissett has... It was something like 160 yards 
of yardage that he has missed out on because of his receivers just dropping the ball, and that's like second in the league. So that's, I mean, Jacoby is playing well. He is he is doing his job. He is he's doing well. He's towards the tops in touchdown, in touchdowns, I believe, and he's a good quarterback. Like no, there should be no question that he is a good quarterback. The Colts season isn't over. It wasn't over when Luck retired out of nowhere. The Colts will be fine, and they're going to be in it for that division for the whole year because I don't see any of the four teams separating themselves. The The Jags ended up beating the Broncos 26-24 on a last-second field goal. Fournette had 225 yards rushing and got into it with his linemen at the end of the game. I'm really not sure what that was about. Usually, if a running back has a big day, it's usually because of his line. And so I don't know why he's getting into it with with his linemen. I didn't I haven't read anything on it. I don't know if I haven't even seen it really talked about. Um just from the just I saw the original video on Twitter and I haven't heard any background or anything like that. I've tried looking it. I don't see I don't see what the issue was. But uh I saw a few plays from Gardner Minshew. He seems to make a couple of big plays every game. Um so yeah, he he might just have one of those kind of special kind of seasons, and I think even if Nick Foles is healthy at some point again this year, you just ride with Minshew. If he if he keeps him right in the thick of things for the AFC South, you just ride it out with him. And then the Texans lost to the Panthers, sixteen to ten. I did see some portions of highlights of that game that weren't really highlights; they were just you know, some plays here and there, and Deshaun Watson really wasn't looking that good. Uh, He missed a couple of plays where he should have had. One was DeAndre Hopkins, and one was, I think, Will Fuller on just deep routes, and he just overthrew them both times, and they probably both times would have been touchdown. And when you lose 16-10 to and you miss two touchdown throws, it's, it's not good. And they lost at home to the Panthers with Kyle Allen. Not saying anything against Kyle Allen, but he's a rookie, wasn't expected to play really this year because you know you're expecting cam your franchise player to play every game and i mean the panthers have you know two two and oh without him um can't say they've played the best of competition i mean the texans aren't a bad team but the cardinals are so i'm not going to look into that one too much um but yeah the afc south probably be the most entertaining division race uh just looking at it thus far um, the NFC North will also be pretty entertaining. Uh, the Lions and the Chiefs game. So I think the Lions are good, maybe. Um, I'm still undecided. Like I said last week, I, I wasn't sure. But they beat the Chargers, but they tied the Cardinals and blew an 18-point fourth-quarter lead, so that made me think they weren't good. But beating the Chargers makes me think they are good. But they beat the Eagles, but I didn't think the Eagles were very good. So I'm very up and down with them. And as the season's gone on, I've liked the Chiefs less and less. Uh, so losing 34-30, to 30, I mean, it's not going to hurt the Lions uh, in, like, a public opinion eye. I think they actually went up in power rankings because they played them so close and if Mahomes hadn't converted on like a fourth and eight, the game would have been over and the Lions would have won. But I, I'm really 
it was a very confusing week in the NFL. Um, that is for sure. So the Lions, the Lions show have shown to me that they aren't the worst team in the NFC North. That's the Vikings. And then the Packers and Bears should be the top two. And the Lions could be right in the mix. Um, Dan Orlovsky and Max Kellerman both picked them to win the NFC North, which I don't see happening. But, uh, you know, anything's possible. And Dan Orlovsky is a former Lions quarterback, so I didn't really look too much into that. And Max Max's pick, part of the reasoning was because one, Stafford being better than Trubisky and two, Trubisky being hurt. That was his reasoning. Um, Orlovsky tried making the claim that the Lions are the most talented team in the NFC North and one of the most talented in football. I don't buy that. But it is what it is. Um, the Chiefs remain unbeaten. Uh, they, they remained unbeaten. The Patriots remained unbeaten when they beat the Bills, who were also unbeaten. And then the 49ers are still unbeaten because they were on a bye. And the Patriots, Tom Brady, uh, just looking at his stat line, looked bad. Um he had an interception. He only threw for like 180 yards or something like that. Josh Allen left the game with a concussion, might be out against Tennessee, which I think Matt Barkley is the backup there. And with the Patriots only winning by six, like it makes me think that the Bills, the Bills definitely have a defense. And if Josh Allen doesn't leave that game, who knows? Um, he did. He did throw a pick early, but. I think the Bills are definitely going to be a team that will contend for a wild card spot. I still think the Patriots are going to win the AFC East because, I mean, it's the NFL and that's what happens. The The Patriots always win the AFC East. So I still don't think they'll have competition there, but the Bills will definitely be in the playoff hunt. Um, I, I don't think any of the AFC South teams will win a wild card. I think they'll just kind of beat up on each other, and whoever wins that division wins that division. And that's it. Like, no wild card team from them. And I, I still think the Chargers will end up making it out west. They beat on the Dolphins 30-10. to 10. Um, I mean, it's the Dolphins. Not, nothing really of note in that game. Melvin Gordon was active but didn't play. And he might be back by week five in a normal role from what I've read. But I'm sure... They'll stick with Eckler and they'll go they'll go with a little one-two punch for a little while at least before just giving it straight to Gordon. It's, I mean, Eckler has earned it. He's towards the top of the league in rushing yards and he's just he's just had a good season. You can't just take take the spot away from him like that, especially for a guy who won't be there next year because he intend Melvin Gordon intends on being a free agent and leaving, so so yeah, I think I think the Chargers are still one of the better teams, but they're not going to catch the Chiefs, especially with the uh, the early loss to the Lions. That they won't catch the Chiefs, and they're two and two. The Chiefs are four and zero. Oh. The Chiefs will probably end up either the one or two, and the Patriots will end up whichever one the Chiefs aren't, and then the Chargers will end up with a good solid record at the end and still have to go play a road game cuz the NFL the NFL playoff is I don't know I think it needs reformatted I don't know maybe what do you guys think I I think it does um and then the the Redskins and Giants game 
Dwayne Haskins finally got in. He threw a pick six. Uh, he he didn't get any reps with the starters going into the week. So he he wasn't prepared. They play the Patriots next week, so hopefully they don't throw him out there. Hopefully they throw Case Keenum back out there. Daniel Jones had a touchdown and two interceptions. I mean, not really much in that game. Now the Giants are 2-2, two and two, tied for second in the NFC East, but, I mean, the, they're not going to stay in second. The, the divisions between the Cowboys and the Eagles, I still think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles. But the Giants, they'll, they'll be respectable. They might win six games this year now, but they're, they're not going to seriously contend or anything like that. And what made me happy this week was the Browns beating up on the Ravens and also the Bucks beating up on the Rams because I'm not high on the Rams or the Ravens. Um, I think Lamar Jackson is still more of a running back, and I don't buy his comments at all that he likes to throw the ball more than he likes to run it just by watching him play, you can he just looks run first and a guy who barely completes 50% of his passes but makes two or three spectacular plays a game. So the media loves him. And you're going to hear a lot about him. It's the same same with Mahomes except Mahomes deserves a lot of it and I I mean, yeah, you want to show highlights, but 2 weeks ago ESPN was claiming that Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson was the next Brady Manning rivalry like stop it stop it a guy who makes a couple of good plays a game isn't comparable to either Manning or Brady Mahomes if you want to put him up there sure fine I mean I know it's only his second year of actually playing so it that's premature obviously but he has a chance but unless Lamar drastically changes his game no he's not going to and the Ravens defense isn't very good um, it's average maybe, but the Browns putting up 40 on them with Odell only getting two targets. Uh, Nick Chubb had three touchdowns though, so they're, they're getting, they're getting it figured out. They, they had, I think three of their DBs out again and they held the Ravens to 25 and they, the Ravens scored a touchdown late when it was like 40 to 18. So that didn't even really matter. So yeah, I think the I think the Browns are a lot better than the Ravens and they're just going to continue getting better, especially as they figure each other out more. And then Kareem Hunt coming back in after week 8 or after the 8th game. Um I'm not sure when the Browns bye is, but he'll be back and that'll just make the offense even more dynamic. They'll hopefully end up getting healthy on defense because they they have a good defense as well. The offensive line is figuring it out. And yeah, the the Browns will be scary. They, they, it's a slow start. It's a, it's a new. I mean, really, it's mostly just Odell. But you know, Odell's a big personality. He's he needs a lot of targets, and you got to fit him into the system. So it's a learning process. I didn't think they were going to go sixteen and zero, and people were quick to jump on them when they were one and two. Baker hasn't looked great. I think he'll figure it out. Um, I'm not going to say he's overrated as hell, as Rex Ryan says, but I think, I think he'll end up bouncing back and having, he'll, he'll have a good last three quarters of the season, and the Browns will be all right. On um, the Bucks and Rams game, 
Uh, the Bucks putting up 55 at L.A., which I know playing the Rams at L.A. is not an advantage for the Rams because no one goes to sporting events in L.A. unless it's a Lakers game. But you can just see in the stands of Rams games, Chargers games, even really Dodgers games, and Dodgers are good. Like, the Dodgers are a really good baseball team. No one shows up in L.A. There's just other things to do. So it doesn't matter that they were at home, really. They don't have a home field advantage. But to give up 55 to the Bucks is not good. Um, they have Godwin. They, they have Mike Evans. They are two very, very, very good wide receivers. Um, I'm not going to say great or top tier, but they're both very good. But you have Jameis Winston still, and he stepped up and played well, and the, the Rams' defense just wasn't there. Uh, I mean, they have Aaron Donald, who is a top two defensive player in the league. I'd say it's between him and Khalil Mack. Um, but it's I, – I really – don't see the Rams making the playoffs, like I've said. I still think Seattle wins that division. Uh, I know I know the 49ers are 3-0, and but they've played three games where I think all three were close and didn't really show me a whole lot to convince me that, they, that they'll stick in the race. I, I, I think it'll be the Seahawks, and I think they'll just barely edge out the Rams. So... That, that's really all there is to that game. Um, I still don't think Goff is that good. I think he's in a good system, and he gets to throw to open receivers because the field is wide open. That's And he lets McVay do all of the audibling for him, and I, I'm just not sold on Jared Goff. And I won't be until he does something that actually proves to me why I should be. And then the last game, I mean, the Seahawks beat the Cardinals 27-10. to Nothing really of note in that game. Uh, that it, it was supposed to happen. Arizona's bad. They're probably the third worst team in the league, maybe second. I mean, the Dolphins are clearly the worst. And then it's probably a toss-up between the Cardinals and the Redskins. I'd give it to the Redskins as being the second worst, but... It's just bad. Um, and then, finally, the Sunday night game. The Saints beat the Cowboys 12-10. to Really, Will Lutz and the defense beat the Saints. Beat the Cowboys, rather, because, I mean, the offense didn't do a whole lot. Um, Cowboys, Zeke had a couple of fumbles, only had like 40 yards rushing or something like that. Um, but it, it was in New Orleans, and they do have the Dome, and it's... A, you know, it's a it's a big. They actually have a big home field advantage. It's one of the hardest place places to play, so I'm not super concerned um, with the Cowboys. I think they're fine. Uh, technically, yeah, it's an upset. No Drew Brees makes it look a little worse for the Cowboys and better for the Saints. But I think the Cowboys are fine. Um, they'll be getting Gallup back soon, and that'll help free up Amari Cooper a little bit just in terms of they have to pay attention to someone else. And then uh, Tyron Smith, their left tackle, who's probably one of the best offensive linemen in football, got hurt. So that, that kind of hamstrung them a little bit. But I, th- I, think, uh, I think the Cowboys will be just fine. 
The Saints, 2-0 without Drew Brees. Really, all they needed to do was go 3-3 without him. So one more win, and they can lose three straight, and he'll come back, and everything will be fine. I mean, they're 3-1 they're now atop the division. Uh, the Bucks, I think, are another pretender. They're, I know they're only two and two, but I mean that's only a game out. But I don't, I don't think they'll stick along, stick in that race for long. I don't love the Falcons and the Panthers. I mean, with no Cam Newton for the foreseeable future, I don't know how long Kyle Allen can rely on Christian McCaffrey. But they're gonna run, run the brakes off of him. And that's going to be their only shot to kind of hang in there. But I think the Saints should end up walking away with that division pretty easily towards the end. So, yeah, that's – well, I did want to also touch on the fact that the Saints' defense has looked really, really good um, in the two weeks that Teddy Bridgewater is there. And I think that's partially because they know they have to because Teddy Bridgewater – fine quarterback, but he's not going to put up Drew Brees' numbers. He's not going to lead the offense down the field, run and gun, slinging the ball all over the place like Drew Brees would. So I think the defense is a little more locked in and focused. And I do think that the Saints' defense will fall off a little bit when Brees gets back because it'll be a faster-paced game. They'll be on the field more because the offense will score quicker more often. And they won't Teddy's just kind of managing the game, keeping the defense off the field for as long as he can rather than going down scoring as fast as he can. So I think the Saints' defense will actually take a step back when Breeze gets back. But obviously they're better with Breeze as a complete team. So that's going to wrap it up for this one. Um, Wanted to keep it a little shorter than last week because I ran a little long last week. Um, hopefully I'm able to watch quite a bit of the games this week. I think I will be able to, but you never know when things pop up. Um, so that's going to be it. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. Peace.